Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, January 25th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Crime surging in New York City. Black Lives Matter tweets mocking injured police officers. The average household paying more for heat this winter. New survey ranks the unhappiest places in the USA. Also ahead, torturing unvaccinated people. But first, violent crime in the Big Apple spiraling out of control. Felonies rising double digits since Eric Adams was sworn in as the new mayor three weeks ago. Data from the NYPD says shootings up 16% from January 1st. Transit crimes up 65%. Robberies up 25%. Five members of the NYPD have been shot this month, resulting in one death. Despite the stats, Manhattan's district attorney still refusing to prosecute many crimes across the city. The D.C. chapter of Black Lives Matter ridiculing police officers who are harmed in the line of duty. The group accusing departments of orchestrating, quote, tear-jerker press conferences after police are injured protecting the public. States the organization in a tweet, quote, being black in D.C. is more dangerous than any job, unquote. More than 400 people were murdered in the nation's capital last year. 97% of victims were African Americans shot by other African Americans. Energy producers confirming households now paying more for heat this winter, as we predicted. Prices up 54% compared to last winter. The average family spends at least $1,000 on fuel between October and March. The industry blaming the increase on President Biden's war on fossil fuel. At least 15,000 full-time positions have left the energy sector since Inauguration Day. Cost of gasoline up 50% compared to last January. A study from Business Insider listing the unhappiest places in America. Most are located in California and New Jersey. The towns are ranked by crime, addiction, income, life expectancy. Worst spots include Compton and San Bernardino, California. Camden, Newark, and Trenton, New Jersey, the happiest cities. Scottsdale, Honolulu, Plano, Texas, Tampa. In a moment, are you unvaxxed? Big governments are not happy with you. Right back. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day targeting the anti-vaxxers. 
I am vaccinated against COVID because the medical research is clear. The vax mitigates the disease, which means you won't get it as bad. You are not fully protected, but if you are vaccinated, the virus will not hurt you as much. That's why I chose to get vaccinated. But millions all over the world do not see it the way I do. And now some governments are punishing the unvaccinated. In Greece, vaccines are mandatory for everybody over the age of 60. Those who refuse will pay a $113 fine every month. In Austria, there is a permanent lockdown for the unvaxxed. People will only be allowed to leave home for pre-approved reasons like buying food. The government will fine those who refuse the vax $8,000 a year. In Australia, the unvaccinated face $5,000 fines and possible jail sentences for violating shutdown orders. In China, residents who refuse to comply with vaccine orders can be arrested and indefinitely detained, even forcibly relocated from major cities to the countryside. In Canada, unvaxxed residents in Quebec will soon be charged $100 a month. The funds will go to the country's socialized health services. Finland bans restaurants and bars from serving the unvaccinated. In Hungary, all unvaccinated workers can be placed on unpaid leave. And in Singapore, those who refuse to get the vax will be forced to pay their own medical costs if they contract COVID. Here in the USA, the courts are stopping drastic action by Washington and state capitals against the unvaccinated. Where I live in Nassau County, New York, a judge recently ruled that the governor's mask mandate is illegal. It all has to do with our Constitution, and that is a good thing. We are protected from the whims of big government. In other countries, the folks are not protected from the whims of big government. Now, you may remember the Trump-O'Reilly history tour where the former president suggested the vaccine was a good thing and that people should take it. And he said it again recently. But Mr. Trump also states that persuasion, not coercion, is the way to go, and I agree with that. COVID will subside. We're all hoping and some of us praying that that will come very soon. But the argument over whether a government has the right to dictate personal health situations is not going to subside. I understand the public health component here as 900,000 people in America, probably more, have died because of COVID. But we still have our freedoms. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. If you'd like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, 
the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day in 1961, President John F. Kennedy became the first commander-in-chief to hold a press conference on live television. Since his televised debate with Richard Nixon a few months earlier, JFK was very aware of the tube's tremendous power to sway public opinion. Five days after his inauguration, Kennedy delivered a prepared statement from a podium at the State Department, then opened the floor for questions. Here is a quick sample of JFK's 37-minute press briefing. Your inaugural address was unusual in that you dealt only with America's position in the world. Why, Mr. President, did you limit yourself to this global theme? Well, because the issue of war and peace is involved, and uh, the survival of uh, perhaps the planet, uh, possibly our uh, system, uh, and uh, therefore this is a matter of uh, primary concern to the uh, uh, people of the United States and the people of the world. Now that Q&A centered around the Cold War, the Soviet Union and the USA were at odds and nuclear weapons were in play. So everybody was very worried in 1960 that there would be a war of extermination. Today, of course, presidential press conferences are common. And last week, as everybody should know, President Biden delivered a two-hour press conference, which did not go well for him. The major advantage of presidents getting questions is that the American people will see how articulate and confident the chief executive really is. And Mr. Biden did not come across that way. But there is another problem. The White House press corps, certainly not as studied and not as fair as the White House press corps used to be. And you could see that last week. No questions on the border, no questions about violent crime, no questions about why President Biden opposes a voter ID. These are essential questions, and none of the people asking Mr. Biden anything raised them. That is kind of frightening. Now this. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.